Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Brothers After Dark. And um, today is going to be a really good episode. I got three good guys on here. I really appreciate them coming on here. Um, I got Lonzo Starr, um, Jamal Leslie. Jamil Lessie. Jamil Lessie, sorry. Yeah. On, on, Onaji, and they're from yeah. Concrete Comics. And um, I definitely, definitely appreciate you guys coming on here. How you guys doing? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Mm. I'm, I'm great. All right. All right. So, um, say that again. I'm excited. All right. All right. So, can you um, guys basically tell me, like, each of y'all background before we definitely get right into it? All right, so my name is Lonzo Starr. I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, I now live in central New Jersey, next to that Jamil guy over there. Um, <laughs> I started off as a music producer, actually. I started with a concrete music group, and um, I, I've always been a comic book fan. I've always been huge into the, the, the nerd community, and... Um, one day I got hired to do a theme song for an independent comic creator. And that was my first time being introduced to the world of indie comics. And it kind of blew my mind. And that's where um, the thought of Concrete Comics came about. I started working on a character. And as I was in that process, I started meeting guys like Jamil Lessie and Onaji Rouse. And we were all in a similar path. And um, we wound up teaming up together like the Avengers. And um, now we're on a mission to to take on the big two, should I say. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. How about you, Onaji? Uh, my name is Onaji, originally from uh, North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. In Atlanta, Georgia, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> See, I got, you know, I got to be ready for those. You know, um, I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, pretty much, um, I started liking comics since I was since I was little. I've always uh, in my I've always been creative and into art growing up. So pretty much before you know everything really popped off with comics, I was you know I, I knew characters before like the Marvel Studios and movies would come out. So been in there since the jump. Um, currently, I'm uh, I do writing as well for like um, down here in Atlanta. Like I help write for a web series that's um, online as well as also, you know, in the entertainment business down here. So what better way than to branch between the comics and the entertainment world? So. I like it. I definitely like that. Right. <laughs> well, my name is Jamil Lessie. I'm born in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, <laughs> parents, basically, we lived in, lived up and down the entire East Coast. Um, from New York, Jersey, to Florida, to South Carolina, and back. So, and currently I'm back in Jersey. Um, my father got me into comic books at a young age. You know, I mean, from the movies, Predators. Uh, oh, classic. You know, everything. Classic. Rocketeer. Anything that there was superheroes. You know, my father got me into that. Um, what really drove my passion to want to be a comic book artist was the first time Superman died. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then um, and then when I started reading Spawn, that's when it was solidified. I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do this, you know. So, you know, <clears throat> um, artistic myself, I draw, you know, I write 
poetry. I used to do spoken word. I dabbled in dancing at one point, but um, poetry really opened the door for me to want to do comics, come back to doing comics, you know, because I've always used my art as a medium to express myself and talk. And, and I feel like, you know, writing comics is a better medium now, especially with everything that's going on in this world. I can really express myself the way I would like through what I write and it comes with visuals. So, um, yeah, that's my story. All right. So how did you guys, um, I know you, I know Lonzo, you created the, um, the name and stuff, but how did you come together and create, um, comics, concrete comics? How did you come together and like started off and decide to become like a publishing company? Um, well, we all three were making comics independently on our own before we even met. Um, when I met these guys, they were, they were already in the process of making comics and, um, we we all realized early in meeting each other that we had the similar mindset of where we wanted to go mm-hmm. with comics and um to be honest man it was it, it really wasn't even that hard for us to get on the same wave pattern because we were so passionate about what we're doing that um you know it just naturally clicked up and um that's how we we really meshed together as concrete comics we um we understood what each of us wanted to do and where we wanted to go and that three brains were better, were better than one. So, um, that's kind of where we uh, started off at. All right. Okay. Well, can you guys briefly talk about like basically, um, your day to day, um, in and outs of being a publishing company? Like, um, do you like, how do you hire people, writers, artists, content creators? Like how do you pick up on people and, Briefly, just go over that. I mean, there's so many wheels to this uh, this machine. <laughs> you know, like spinning plates. Uh, I mean, it depends. I mean, longer lead first, and then we'll each chime in. <laughs> um, <laughs> to to me, I feel like it's a 24 hour thing. You know what I mean? Like, it never it never ends. Ideas never um never stop coming in, and we're always thinking of new ways to reach our fans. So. Literally, it could be a, a random idea that Jamil has at 3 in the morning. He'll call me and text me. We'll plan it. I may text Anaji and wake him up, piss him off completely. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's, it's kind of like a 24-hour thing. But usually, for me personally, I would say um, I usually wake up and I look at um, all of our platforms and where how we're going to market that day and um, – what we are marketing and we usually discuss that in the morning what we're all going to market and then um we usually market the same thing and throughout the day we just communicate and pass ideas and um even outside of that we talk creatively about what we want to do with our comic books and our characters so all day it's just talking all day man planning <laughs> planning and talking all day you know what i mean i like it i like it right um and and to double down um, we all write our own stories. Um, um, I, I wouldn't say there's a certain process in which you should utilize. I say, go what makes you comfortable. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, obviously when you're writing a sh- comic book script, there's a, f- a, a 
or format you should follow. And then as far as the um when you look whatever you're looking to work, whatever whatever you're trying to convey, whatever picture you're looking for, whatever style, you know, just always have you always look for references. Like if I like right now, you know, I just love that um Power Rangers versus Teen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um style. Yeah. That art style. So what I did is I just compiled a bunch of references from that from that comic book and I just look for the type of artist that can that can, you know, to draw like that. And and that's basically as far as what how I go about looking for artists and certain things based on <clears throat> the type of story I want to tell and put together. Alright. So yeah. And where do you like where do you go to find artists? Um Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Fiverr, what's the other one? Um something art. Start with a D. Oh um, Deviant Art. Deviant yeah. Art. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, go to Deviant Art and even at Comic Cons, you can run into a lot of artists too. Okay. That's a that's a good idea. What Comic Cons have you guys been to? Um uh, uh, me me well. Start, start. Well, I can say me and Jamil have hit a lot on the East Coast together. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I've obviously, uh, I've done one. Well, I, I went to one in, um, in Maryland, and I went to one in D.C., and uh, I went to the New York Comic Con, and it extremely blew my mind, man. Like, I've never seen that magnitude of nerdism. In my life, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, was, up, it, was, it was bananas. Like even even to not even go there and you know I didn't have a table. I went there as a fan, so just experiencing that was crazy. You know, it was like mind blown. But I passed the uh, I passed the mic. <laughs> I went to uh, DragonCon last year. How was that? Oh my god! This last year, because okay, so DragonCon is. It keeps growing and growing as time goes on. And last year it was bananas. Like, and the lines were wrapped around the building for the vendor. Because, like, pretty much they had, like, all the, like, two buildings set up for, like, vendors and video games. Wow. And those, that line was so ridiculous. They had to, like, wrap around, like, and then, like, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy the way they did it. So it was fun. I had a blast. I mean, it was an all-day event. I was tired, but it was real. It was real. It, it was it was crazy. It was like real intense. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, hopefully we get out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, the only one I've been to um, is Anime Boston. Um, I'm trying to go to you know venture out and go to like other um, cons, either you know com- any type of like comic cons or. There's another one I'm I'm interested in is Blurred Con. Trying to go to that one. Yeah. There's there's a lot of them out there I'm trying to go to, but yeah. um during well, you this know, with everything that's going on, you know. Yeah, I was just about to say during this, you know, <laughs> crisis it kind of shut everything down, but yeah. It's whatever. I'll, you know, keep it pushing like we were saying earlier. So I now want to get into each of you guys' comic books. I'm really interested in all three of you guys' designs and characters. And I'm interested, like, how do you guys come up with their, their names and their powers and, and everything? So no particular order. You guys can 
briefly talk about each comic book and how did you guys come up with the, you know, the process of you making your comic book? I'll go last. <laughs> he always gotta be that guy, doesn't he? <laughs> always gotta be him. All right. Um, I am the creator of Acolyte, the Legend of Acolyte, um, the Son of a Supreme, issue number one. Um, the book is about a man in search of his destiny, and um, he finds that in in the strangest way. Um, and he learns that he's connected to a very high power. The premise to the story, uh, well, I guess the purpose of Acolyte, what I want to convey is that, um, you know, we have a larger importance than we think, you know, throughout life. Um, most people just go around not knowing what their purpose is or what they're supposed to be doing. And I, I often thought that, you know, growing up and um, I wanted to, portray a character that learns his purpose and how he 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 chases what he needs to do um the the way i came up with acolyte uh it's it's kind of i i kind of just took myself and made me a fictional character um to do the things that i always wanted to do i'm a big <laughs> star wars fan i'm hey. a big star wars fan and space traveling all that good stuff and i noticed you know I never really knew any black people besides Lando that was in space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lando was, facts, Lando was really one of the only black people. You didn't count Jar Jar Binks? Come on now. Come on. Don't, please don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Lord of mercy, man. But, you know, yeah, like, besides Lando, I don't remember seeing, and maybe Chris Tucker in Fifth Element, but that yeah. Yeah. I don't count that one. But, but um, yeah. So you know, I've always wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to discover some new planets with new life, and um, so I decided to put all that into my comic book. And I'm also a big fan of um, you know, the the Supermans and the Thors, all the iconic um superheroes. So I wanted to make an iconic hero that the little boy in me could look up to and be like, I want to be, you know, him. He looks like me. I want to be that guy. So um, that, that was really the purpose of Acolyte. I just wanted to live out all my fantasies, my dreams, and go completely ham with my creations. I'll, I'll grab the mic and take over. Go last. Go ahead and snatch it, brother. <laughs> so, um, you know, my character is Odina, you know, the female. She pretty much is... Um, you know, the the main, that, the baddest. <laughs> but no, what's funny about the book, Odina, is I originally started on another book that um, I was creating about a, a, a young brother. But the the original idea for her was just to be like a tie-in. Like, she wasn't even supposed to be like the main book. So, but when I created her, I started, I pretty much broke it down, like how I created her, like, I got eight nieces, so that's like a lot of strong personalities. If anybody ever met my family, they would run for the hills because <laughs> these sisters don't play. So being around them, it seems kind of like they are represented in that sci-fi genre. You know, it's kind of sad a little bit because, you know, these are, 
you know, black people were superhuman overall. I mean, let's go ahead and say it. But if <laughs> yeah. there's no voice that's not really, you know, put on the film or anything, it's going to be the sisters. You know, we got, you know, brothers, even though we don't got that many, but we got the brothers. We don't got that many, but the sisters don't usually are portrayed that way. So what, why not have the sisters front line and center? So when I broke, when I created her, you know, I pretty much, you know, created a character where she was going to stand out on her own, where she wouldn't be the typical, I want to say the token black chick that you see in all the comic books, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. I want her to be her own little character, her own voice, her own style, and I want her to stand out. So that's why I was like, well, I took her piece by piece, hairstyle, personality. I pretty much took every personality trait of my nieces and combined it into her. So <laughs> pretty much she is like Supergirl. But that's okay. the point that I wanted to break about, you know, black women is that, you know, they're often seen as, they're not looked at as powerful, but they are. I mean, let's be clear. Yeah. The world doesn't see them like that. So, and that's why I created my character. Jamel. Oh, it's not. <laughs> 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 coming to the stage. <laughs> 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 um, I created um Absolver. I was working on for years. Um, originally his his name was going to be uh Vanquisher. And then it became Vanquish. But I was up in the air with the story and um, what it was going to be about. Foundationally, I just knew somebody was going to die and come back to life, you know. But I didn't, I didn't really put the story together the way I wanted. So then um, that George Zimmerman um, trial came on. And then when he got off, I had this crazy anger and vengeful spirit like i was teary-eyed and everything i'm you know i'm not even gonna lie you know um and um and at that point i'm like yeah he's gonna be about vengeance you know and that and then that's when i put the whole entire story together um i had to change his name because the uh vanquish was already being utilized okay so um so after i put the story together figure out you know, what is his purpose what is he doing why is you know what is he doing you know he's absolving people of their vindictive spirit of that nature so his name absolver is what um pretty much that's how his name became absolver but i literally use him as a vehicle to um <laughs> to live out my vindictive spirit, you know, anything I feel, anybody I feel, I I wish I could attack or take on, you know, I I live through him through that, you know, he's my good bad guy, you know, and I love it, and um, and I guess and I picked the color scheme because you know heaven is always represented in white and hell's always represented, um, always black, so I figured you know since he's in between, gray was the perfect option. And I picked purple as the offset color because I didn't want to do it go with the typical reds or blues, mm -hmm. you know, yellows, <clears throat> but also uh, purple, you know, for royalty. 
and see and since he is a black man purple <laughs> seem fitting so gray and purple for absolver and um yeah that's basically that in a nutshell when it came to absolver all right all so i'm right. gonna cut so i just got something to say and you know I'm I'm glad you went. So now I'm gonna really go last, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to say my. I got the name Odina, um, because it means mountain and a Native American. Uh, okay. I've been pretty much, you know, like the mountain, like strong, like one powerful, can't be moved. But you know, and also I just want to be petty and just cut. <laughs> 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 Well, I'm going to go last, last then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's no, all good. All right. So um, I'm going to move on. Um, I'm curious to know, like, so you guys have all three of your comic books and you put them together. Um, and now you have this uh, company. How important is you guys' message to the world, like, I know I, as I'm hearing you guys' story, you guys are, you know, rep is, your, your superheroes is repping basically like either yourself or your, your anger or a black woman. I, all I, I see is like the black community. So how important is each comic book to the world? Well, I, I personally like how Onaji explains this question so i'm gonna let him rock out <laughs> i would be glad to i feel, I feel hurt i feel hurt <laughs> i think it's really important for the simple fact is it's being black right now in this time and age as a creator and controlling our own narrative it's very important you know it's not just you know about who else is in, sitting at the table it's about building our own like you know like tyler perry said it's like building our own table Mm. Why are we waiting for someone else to do it? I think it's, it comes to that point in your life where you don't wait for someone else to create something. There's somebody in our community, and we all know, like, children, daughter, nieces, nephews, uncles, who at one point want to see themselves as those characters. Yeah. That's why it's important, because they need that inspiration, too. You know, after the bullshit we go through, excuse my French, sorry, yeah. sometimes we need that uh, that inspiration, that deflecting from you know reality of what's going on right now so yeah it's very important that we tell these stories and we have that narrative of, of our people especially written by us yes <laughs> i i totally agree with everything you just said um and that's why i really wanted to interview you guys just to you know get inside you guys's head and and also just to you know get some tips and tricks and everything that's another thing is there anything like tips or tricks on making your comic book or was there any like difficulties or setbacks in making your comic book? Um, but one thing you have to understand is um, art is very subjective. You know, somebody out there is going to like what you create. And outside of that, you know, you, you know, you define what you think is a type of quality product you want to put out, mm -hmm. you know? And then once you understand those two things, you will be 
pretty much on your way of just creating whatever you want to create. Because, I mean, we we all have the imagination. Like, you know, me, you know, I'm, you know, I do, I work with some people who have great ideas, but they can't draw. So, you know, I can draw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I just want to be able to write and, and move on. So we got a, 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 a very passionate editor, you know? So, I mean, honestly, just understand the art is very subjective. You define what you think quality is, you know, you know what you like, you know what you paid for. So is this what I would like to give? This is what I want to deliver to everybody else, you know? And, um, yeah, you just, you just, if you can't, whatever you can't do, you just find somebody that can help get this mess in your head yep. that paper for you. And then once that's done, you're on your way. It's, it's really not that hard. You know, it's just why I like working with these guys is they they help keep that fuel lit, you know, that, that passion, you know, and, and I would say definitely have a passion for this because if you're, if you're chasing money, then, then, <laughs> then that this, this ain't for you. Yeah, that's my personal, that. that's my personal opinion. You know, if you're chasing money, it's definitely not for you. You really have to be passionate about this, you know, and that that goes with the last question that you asked, and that covers everything Onaji said, and that's where the passion comes from. The mm-hmm. passion is not what are we doing for the kids today, but what are we leaving for the kids for tomorrow? Oh, facts. I like that. And and that's pretty much that. So my one thing I want to add to that, um, well, to answer your question about was it difficult, I think the difficulty comes without with not knowing what you want to do as far as making a comic, not knowing what it costs, not knowing the process of writing a story, what different um, compartments come with building a production team. So my advice to anybody that wants to get into making comics is just really learn and understand what you want to do, how you want to do it, what your budget is, know your budget, know your budget for sure, because you could walk around here and, and get a really dope artist to draw all the lines. Now you ain't got no money left to get the page color, or then you got to pay for the letterer. <laughs> I mean, and then after all that's done, now you got to pay for how you going to get the book made. How you going to print it? How you going to ship it? So, okay. you know, it's, it's a lot of things people don't think about when they are making a, um, a comic book, creating it is fun. It don't cost no money to write your ideas down. If you're the writer, you can write your own script. But those other parts you can't do, unless you can find somebody that wants to partner with you, you're going to have to pay. And you got to know, you know, how you're going to pay for that. So yeah. I have to agree with everything they said about that because one, art is subjective. You know, if you have an idea, that's great. Put it together, start writing it down. You know, how are you going to break it down? How are you going to do that? Also, you know, Find a tribe because you're not gonna be able to do this alone. Okay. Go insane. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be up front. You'll go effing insane trying to do most of the stuff alone. So find your people. Get you a team, and y'all work together. There are people who. One thing I've learned in this world. Sometimes you're not. You don't have to pay money for people to collaborate with you. Now the artists and um, colorists that might be a totally different story. But finding you some a group of people to work with, 
That's all you need. Like just and also put the work in. Don't worry about the outcome. Stop work worrying about how it's going to be. You know, you'll stress yourself out thinking about the uh, final destination. Uh-huh. You got time for that? Just do the damn work. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Work, right. Yeah, build your team like the Patriots, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody has a question? Can you just mute his mic? <laughs> oh, let me see if I can mute it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that man's mic. Oh man! All right, guys. I I appreciate it. So I got a few more questions. Um. What would you guys say to someone? I know you touched on a lot of stuff right now, but what would you say to some up and coming like um, black kid that's up and coming artist, content creator, writer that wants to, you know, get in the business that you guys are in? I would say learn the business, learn your budget and build a team. I mean, I would just keep it simple like that. But first, learn the business. Like, okay. are you doing this as a hobby, or do you want to make this your um, your career? You know, we're we're trying to we're making this is our career right now, <laughs> so we can eventually leave these jobs that we work. Once we once we figure this out, oh, I'm you know I'm sitting in the pink slip. You know, saying no, getting out of there. Because I want this to be my life. I want to wake up and we have a meetings about making comics. So this we're putting everything into this. I mean, if you come in here half-stepping, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to pass you. And you're going to be like, man, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm not selling books. I don't know why my book's not being done. Because you really got to be consistent. And I think both those brothers down there touched on that. That mm. consistency, getting up. Like, we, we literally get up every day and talk about what we're going to do today. Okay. And every day is different. Every day is different. <laughs> so. I like it. They don't want to talk to them. All right, I so. I, I mean to, if, if I could. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, it is okay to make mistakes. It is always definitely okay to make mistakes. You know, don't don't shy away from it. That's, you know, that's part of the, the learning process. You know, um, and don't be, and the importance of learning is because everything is trial and tribulation. In life, I believe you're going to take more L's than you get W's. And a lot of people, because they get so many L's, they, they get afraid and they stop. Yeah. You know, I had a friend, like, we live right, right next to each other. And for eight years, no matter what story we created, we could never get past the first or second page. Right, I meet Lonzo and Naji, and then within a year, boom, Concrete Comics, and that's all because you got a three-headed monster that was like, "Yo, this is what we're doing." You know, Lonzo wants to go left, Naji want to go right. I want to go straight, but we all trying to get to the same destination, and we just pulling each other and pulling each other. And it's and it's and it's nothing but love and respect. There's literally no egos, you know, and. So I would tell somebody, oh, make your make your mistakes. Mute them. Mute them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. See, I wasn't even on them. Seriously, like make your mistakes. 
and and meet the right people. The right people. I, this is everything. You have you have to have a love and a passion for it. And you know, you really have to study your craft. Mm. Really, really have to study your craft. Like, you know, like right now when we started Concrete Comics, the the wave is literally the fantasy books. You know, people love the Lord of the Ring type stories and the space operas, and that's 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 what's really the temperature right now. But you know, so <clears throat> you know, we just you just read the read, you know, pick and choose your poison, learn your demographic, target who who your story is. You know, if you write a story about dinosaurs and you find people that love, you know, the lost kingdom, then you, and follow those people. You know, these are things you have to do. You know, and I just understand like it's a long game. It's literally a marathon. It's not a sprint. You're going to be running for a minute, you know. Amen. Um, Amen, yeah. brother Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a lot of people come in and they're looking for that quick satisfaction. And when it doesn't happen like that, they, they get, um, they get, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You, um, discouraged. Okay. You know? So, you know, you have to understand it's a, it's a long game. It's, it's, it's a marathon, you know, make your mistakes, find the right people understand the temperature of the room what's hot right now what's not you know and if you if you're set on putting out a certain book then you find the people that's looking for that and then that's pretty much that you know um yeah you know, you're absolutely right about being able to like be able to fail you know yeah. take sales on fall, the chin you know fall just, forward fall forward you know like i'm telling you right now because i rejection is god's protection yeah you know? <laughs> i mean times i put in this work before this Stuff actually somewhat kicked off, so you know. That's true, bro. All right. That's true. That's All right. So I'm gonna go on to some personal question. What um what is you guys' favorite either superhero or comic books or anime characters? Mm, favorite anime character. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like so many. You know what I mean? I would say all Might is probably my favorite right now. I just like the, um, okay. yeah, I mean, like when he's in his regular form, he looks completely suspect, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's the name of this one? Huh? My What's the hero. name of this one you're talking my about? Have, uh, yeah, yeah, damn, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, my hero. Okay. So like punch, <laughs> when, when he be getting it in, man, like I haven't felt this, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I haven't felt this motivated from like speeches since like Optimus Prime. Like, like he he make you really want to just sit there and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying so. Yeah, but I would say anime would be All Might right now. He's, okay. he's glorious. Comic book character. There's so many, man. I I've when I found out about Blue Marvel, he kind of jumped to my pinnacle. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as I read his history and learned yeah. about him, it was like, boom, Lamar was my favorite. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, my favorite, my two my two favorite, I would say, when I was growing up, was uh, Silver Surfer and Gambit. Silver Surfer and Gambit. I thought Gambit was the coolest man in the land. Pull out them cards. <laughs> Had a nice woman. Girl, girl looked good. His woman was powerful. I liked her, too. Now, Jim, I'm talking about Rogue, okay? 
mean, he, he, he kind of had another chick before that. So I'm okay, sure. but but I, I identify <laughs> with Rogue. Okay, sheesh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Bonaggi yells at me about X Men facts every day. Oh. As soon as I get one wrong, like he's on my <laughs> one one little one mistake. You know what I'm saying. I'm an X-Men, I'm an X-Men, that's my main comic, I'm an X-Men person, like, I like the Marvel and DC stuff, like, mm-hmm. all, you know, overall, but X-Men was, like, the main thing, like, I'm an X-Men Trekkie, if that's a thing, I guess all you right. could say. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah. So I would say All Might, Blue Marvel, and my favorite comic book, probably the one that affected me most was The Death of Superman. Okay. I mean, yeah. reading that when I was about, about, I was like 10 years old sneaking and reading that and you know what I mean? It's Superman. So you like, can't nothing happen to Superman. I was like, he got his ass whooped. Like this. <laughs> he needed help from everybody else. <laughs> Yo, listen, bro. And I seen him bleeding. I was like, that's <laughs> the hell out of me, bro. You know? So I'll pass the baton. I know Jamil wants to go last, but I think you should make him go like right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jamil, yeah. what's your uh comic and anime? <laughs> um the two anime characters that got me into anime um was Eight Man. I don't know if anybody's seen that. And uh and the other one I I've always called it called him Kashan. Kashan. I heard him say Kerosene. Uh so those two animes really those two characters really got me into anime a lot. Um a favorite comic book superhero is definitely Spawn, hands down. You know, from the time from the time he's introduced to me, I was like, yo, this this guy is dope, you know. Cause by then, you know, you had Superman and I I hated Boy Scout superheroes. I hate Boy Scout superheroes. <laughs> And then you got this dark, demented, cool-looking character. His cloak is red, which is my favorite color. I'm like, yo, this guy is dope. So definitely Spawn. And um, <laughs> my favorite comic book right now. Um, shit. Um, you know what? I'm enjoying the Invincible story. Okay. I'm really enjoying that. You know, it's, it's a real unique take on everything. You're... So, out of all the 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 Superman rendition stories, I think this one is it's it's a, it's a nice take on it. It's a nice it's a nice story. All right. Okay. So, I have one more question for you guys. How can if anybody wants to reach out to you guys, talk to you guys, you know, ask for advice? How can they find you? You can contact us on. All of our social medias, we talk to people daily on Instagram. Like, like our inbox is crazy. Um, Facebook. And also, if you log on to our website, um, we have a, a messenger on our website. So once you, once you get on our website, we see you. You can ask us questions right through there and talk to any one of us. Um, but, yeah, people can reach out to us. Anywhere they see us, they can reach out to us. We're all connected through the main uh, Concrete Comics social media. Okay. Instagram, all that. And we all have our own independent 
social medias too as far as each character has their own facebook page and instagram and we have our personal pages as well where they can contact us the people you know do you want to um, let the people know so they can um... uh, concrete concrete comics okay just like our shirts concrete comics with a k um on all social medias spelled the same way no no spaces in between just concrete comics on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and our website, ConcreteComics.com. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. So before we wrap up, do you guys want to say anything, any last words, any random thoughts, whoever wants to go first or last, it doesn't matter. Do you have anything else to say? Um, <clears throat> I would say... I'm just excited about what tomorrow's going to bring. You know, you know, y'all having a platform and having us on here, it means a lot. You know, it really does mean a lot. And, you know, we was discussing this prior to everything. You know, unity is big. Yeah. You know, set aside ego, set aside that pride. You know, stop chasing money and just, you know, look at the bigger picture. You know, I want people to understand that, you know, Concrete Comics or myself, we're not anti anybody's stories. Yeah. We're just just more pro. We want to see more stories that we can relate to. You know, somebody that literally understands our story and is able to tell it our way. You know, as much as I love Todd McFlaren falling for making Spawn Al Simmons a black guy, you know, in 2020 would have been so much more if it was written and created by a black man yeah. or even a black woman. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for anybody that listens to that, that for everybody's going to listen to this podcast, I want everybody, you know, when they get a chance, you know, run this test. You know, when you when everything opens up, go in your comic book store or go to your a movie aisle in Walmart, close your eyes and then randomly touch something and see how much of those front covers has somebody that represents you, no matter where you come from. You know, how, how often are you going to see or pick up something where that lead is somebody that resembles you, somebody that would understand your story. You know, we love the Luke Cage stories and all of that. I'm gonna end with this. But we have way too many stories with these powerful black heroes fighting in these hoods, fighting gangs and fighting drug dealers. Like, like I look at my window, I'm dealing with real life shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not dealing with no drug dealers. I'm dealing, I'm afraid I might step out and the cop is gonna shoot me. We are no longer afraid of getting pulled over for a ticket. We're afraid of if we get pulled over, I may not make it home. Facts. But too many times they want to tell stories of us fighting drug lords and gangsters and and stuff. So nobody's telling our stories. So, you know, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Spider-Mans, the Batmans, and the Supermans. But I feel as if Every individual has a responsibility to create a story and that character represents you, your people, where you come from, your heritage, everything. 
you know, and like I said, I'm excited for the future and I really appreciate you guys having us on here. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. Appreciate it. Right. But all right, guys, I'm about to wrap this up. Um, thank everybody for listening. And I thank you guys yet again, over and over again. I appreciate you guys coming on here and taking your time out to, you know, sit here, talk, joke, and, you know, talk some shit, serious stuff about, you know, real life. And um, hopefully, you know, we can link up again and talk. But I thank you guys and thank everybody out there for listening. This is Brothers After Dark and have a good night. Peace. All right. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.